This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by our proud sponsors at Kingdom Strollers, providing premium stroller and crib rentals, delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando Resort hotel or vacation home free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup, and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. So book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. And at MousePros.com. Let these Disney travel specialists help plan your next Disney vacation. MousePros.com offers free concierge service to help guide you every step of the way in planning your perfect Disney vacation. Let them sweat the details so you can focus on the fun. Visit MousePros.com for a free no-obligation quote. Ask for Tiki Bird Sean or any of our friendly agents. And now, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We're your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 136 for the week of May 29th, 2016. Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This week on the show, the Tiki Birds will listen to me speak as I talk about my Fast Pass, Just Pass, and Standby trip report from my May 2016 trip. Before we get started on this week's episode, we have some new voicemails for you and some new iTunes reviews as well. So first, I'm going to play the first new voicemail. Hello, good morning. This is Morgan Soto. I had just started recently listening to your guys' podcast, and I absolutely love it. It's what makes me not lose my mind during my 45-minute drive to work in the morning and on the way home. Um, My mom, myself, and my baby just went to Florida, to Disney World. Uh, as my baby's first time, it was my like 16th time being there. Um, she's nine months old. Hi, this is Morgan Soto in Tiki Talk message take two. Apparently, the first one didn't really work out. Um, I love your guys' podcast. Just recently found it and I'm like binge listening to try to get caught up. Um, I actually just got back on Friday, so Sunday on Friday. Morgan, sorry you had some technical difficulties there. You were just probably so excited from getting back from your trip to Walt Disney World, you couldn't contain <laughs> yourself anymore, and your cheek hit the button to hang up the phone. Ha, it happens. I understand that. It's not a big deal. But uh, thank you so much for calling in. I'm glad that your baby enjoyed the first trip there, and you enjoyed their first trip. And it is a magical experience taking little ones to Disney World. Your trip certainly changes um, for the better, for the most part. And, you know, it's just so much fun. Anytime you could take anybody to Disney, it's, it's such a great experience. And, you know, we appreciate that you are a new listener to the show and you're you're catching up with everything. And we really appreciate you tuning in and taking the time to call us on a Tiki Hotline. And everybody just does that. So thank you. And twice, nonetheless. So that's Yes, twice. <laughs> Even more thank you. And for our second, or I guess really technically your third <laughs> voicemail here, I'm going to play the, the next one for you guys. Hold on. Hi guys, this is listener Erica Barzell from Newburgh, Indiana. I'm calling from Disney Springs. It is May the 21st, and this is my first visit since Town Center has opened and my first visit to the landing. This place is amazing. Just got done eating and drinking at Jacqueline's Day Hangar Bar. Just went into the art of shaving. 
and there's a lot to do down here now, lots of people. It's a great place for young adults to hang out on a Saturday night, a great place for older adults to hang out. It's lots of fun, and I think Disney did an excellent job, and I'm really looking forward to seeing the finished product. So thanks for a great podcast, and I uh, hope you all have a great night, because I know I'm going to. Talk to you all later. Bye-bye. I'm so jealous after that phone call. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like just like such a fantastic time, and I can't wait to see it with our next trip. Hopefully, uh, it'll be almost like fully done by then. So, um, but yeah, that's it. Sounds like like such a fun time, like over there now. I just missed that by a few days. Really, it opened up on my last full day while we were there, but we didn't make the trip over just because we're spending time at the pool and hanging out in the parks. But. I wish I could have gotten to, to see it, but I'm glad that she did and that she called from Walt Disney World, too. So that's an even better perk that somebody calling us from the park has happened before. It'll happen again, which is which is wonderful. So thank you for you know taking the time to call us on the Tiki Hotline and to take time, especially when you're on vacation. We really do appreciate that. And I'm going to throw it over to Alan for some of our new iTunes reviews. Alan, take it away. Thanks, Sean. Uh, we do have three new reviews since the last time we... Went back and read these, so I'll go through those here now. Uh, the first one is from uh, just F. Frez, I guess. Frez, Freeze, I don't know. It says, Fly in the Soup. Uh, I like most of the podcasts, but the reason for the three stars is because they don't respond to emails. My emails are simple and short and are usually about an idea for a show, but do I get at least a thanks for the suggestion? No, I don't. I just hope that the guys aren't getting swelled heads because of the high-profile guests they have been getting and forgetting about us, the little guy. P.S. I would be much less likely to use a sponsor like Kingdom Strollers after getting blown off by the show's hosts. Um, we didn't want to only read the positive reviews uh, on the show, so we did agree to go ahead and read this one. First off, you know, we have spoken to this guy uh, via email, and you know, it, honestly, it was just it was an oversight. This is a hobby for us. It's, you know, we I have two jobs. You know, Sean's got a full-time job and kids. Keith's a chef, so he's always at work. Uh, you know, and we do the best we can. This was an oversight. We missed his emails. Um, we did reply to his first email, but then we missed a follow up. Uh, and you know, it, it, it happened. We obviously treasure and value our listeners, and we never want anyone to think that we forgot about them. This was an oversight. We do the best we can. We apologize to him, and we have cleared it up. And that's pretty much all I have to say about that one. Uh, next up is best podcast ever from Jimbo Slice four twenty three. Um, I found you guys on Twitter and gave the podcast a listen. This is the best podcast I've ever heard. I don't really have any friends to talk Disney with, so being able to listen to you three is so awesome. You guys are perfect together and make Mondays awesome. Thanks. Uh, thanks to Jimbo Slice for that one. Uh, I believe I speak to Jimbo on Twitter, I think. That, same, that name sounds familiar, right? To you guys? It does, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you're thinking of Kimbo Slice. <laughs> yeah, there you go, because I'm, I'm friends with that guy. Yeah, Kimbo, me and Kimbo, we go way back. Uh, and then last up uh, for today, it says, Great personalities from Eli Reyna, uh, perhaps Reyna or Rena. I, I go Reyna. Uh, I listen to four Disney podcasts, and, all, and although others have more guests, nostalgia uh, uh, or inside info, Jim Hill, these guys are really fun to listen to. I always listen on my commute, and it feels like having some awesome nerdy buddies just chatting Disney with you. Highly recommended. Uh, thank you for that one as well. It's very nice to be called a nerd in this situation, I suppose. Uh, but we appreciate all the reviews, including the the non five star one. You know, obviously he took the time to rate us, so we appreciate that and appreciate him listening. And we appreciate all of our listeners. So thank you for those reviews. And that's going to do it for our iTunes reviews. So Sean, back to you. So guys, I know you're all jealous that I just got <laughs> back from Walt Disney World. Yep, it happened. I'm not jealous. I'm there right now. No, oh, hey, you didn't tell us. <laughs> 
Nope, it was a secret trip. Oh, oh man, did you go by yourself? I'm actually, no, I'm I'm in the uh, I'm in the King Kamehameha suite at the Poly. It's very nice. Did you wow. hit the lottery? I did actually. Yes, that, oh. that ticket that was sold in Jersey. I was up there uh, <laughs> and just bought a ticket, and here we go. All right, good for you. Yes, such a nice traveler day. these days. Sorry, Jersey, Florida. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Well, now that I don't have to work anymore, I just do whatever I want to do. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> okay, so since Sean is the the host in these kinds of situations, however, um, it's actually it's his uh, trip report. So I just figured that I would kind of like fill in and kind of go through some topics of his trip and and do it like Sean said with a fast pass, just pass in standby fashion. So the first one is the fast pass just passed and standby for the travel to and from. To and from? To and from. Let's see. Um, I guess the the just passed for going home kind of stunk. Just because you're leaving and going home. Right. That always stinks, though. Yeah. <laughs> that, always, that always definitely stinks. I mean, that was, we didn't have any problems at all. I mean, the best part of that was that the bus driver was with the world's slowest bus driver and we got picked up exactly three hours before our flight so by the time we got to the airport we only had like an hour and 45 minutes to kill seriously yeah we only had wow. going from the poly we only had one more stop so they went to the Grand Floridian after us and the bus driver was really slow <laughs> and just took their time loading it up and which was fine we got to the airport no problem um, but the lines at the airport were pretty long really long i was really shocked in to see that but luckily i had the double stroller that's a little secret if you're taking a double stroller with you you could bypass a lot of the lines because you get to go to the handicap line because really yeah because the there's more space for the handicap line so we bypassed probably a good 30 45 minute long wait for that so that's that's an added bonus one of the worst things, though, was actually when we finally landed in, in Jersey, it took me 20 minutes for us to get our stroller off the plane, which is a real bummer, because at that point, now you just want to go get home, because right. we landed at 3.55, and it was like 20 minutes before we got the stroller, and my son had a baseball game at 6.30, so we were trying, the, it was rained out from like the week before, so we wanted to get there for him because it was something he was upset about missing while we were away, so I didn't think we were going to do it because it took 20 minutes to get the stroller, we waited like 15 minutes for our bags after we got our stroller, and then another 10 minutes for the car service to come pick us up to get us, to take us to our car. And then we had traffic going home. So we actually, he missed the first, I think he missed the first inning of the baseball game. Um, he's in T-ball, so they only play three innings. So he missed only one inning, so we got to play two innings, which is great. And he ended up getting the game ball, too, because he was the only kid that traveled from Florida to New Jersey <laughs> to make it to the game. So that was good. Um I was about to say, from the way that Sean like, drives, and I'm sure that Alan will uh, attest to this, I was actually shocked that like, he wasn't there in time for the, the first pitch and the anthem and <laughs> <laughs> for the warm-up throws and everything else. Because... Are you implying that Sean drives fast? <laughs> yes, he does. Okay, <laughs> just, just checking. Well, after... I don't disagree, I was just checking. After not f driving for 10 days, my skills were a little off, you know, I had to work <laughs> at it. 
But another fast pass was that when we got to um, the airport down in Florida, we only had like a 10, 15 minute wait to get onto the bus to Magical Express. So that was a good oh, that's thing. That's good. Yeah. So nothing um, wrong with that. No. So that's pretty much it for the to and from. All righty. So I guess the next logical step uh, would be um, accommodations. I know that, that you did a split stay at the Poly as well as at the Wilderness Lodge. So what's your fast pass? Just pass and stand by from your accommodations. So as far as like the Wilderness Lodge goes, that's going to jump into all three categories. You know, a lot of people are asking, what is it like staying at the Wilderness Lodge? Now, if you're staying at the, the main building, for the most part, you're not going to have... If you have, like, a courtyard view, you're not going to run into construction issues. If you're a DVC member, you have a 50% chance of running into construction problems. When we checked in, <clears throat> we were only there for the first two nights. So, we had a view of the construction, which really... It wasn't a, that big of a deal for us, but it did open up the the water view now because we got to see the the water pageant, which was awesome. Oh, wow. So cool. We got to go back to our room and we got to see the water pageant from our room, which the kids absolutely loved that. And I love that being able to sit on the balcony and watch it. So that was great. But it, the, the view kind of distracts from it. But you're, as long as you're not spending a whole lot of time in your room, you're not affected by it that much. So... That's not a bad thing, and if you have a view of the construction, they give you a nice little pin set with uh, that's it's like a, a I, I wish I took a picture of it. I don't even know where it is anymore. The kids have it somewhere, but it was like um, Chip and Dale, and I think it was Mickey and Pluto, uh, three different pins, you know, as a as a, a sorry and, and thank you for staying at the Wilderness Lodge. So that was cool. So that you know that kind of falls into all the categories, but other than that. There's really no problems at the the Wilderness Lodge. You're gonna see some construction things and like sound wise. I mean, um, they don't. Did they start the construction like like super early or? No, or? they don't start until like nine o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, so That's we good. were we were already out of the room by then. My kids aren't really late sleepers for the most part, so we were able to get up and go out of the room. So it didn't affect us at all. And going to and from the lodge, you really didn't hear it too much. But it also depends on what they're doing, you know. Yeah. If that, you know, if they're doing a lot of heavy machinery, you're probably going to hear it a lot more. But like, if you're going to the pool, you're in the lobby, you're not affected by it at all. So for the most part, you're fine. I, w- I would definitely go back and stay there without a problem. It didn't bother me. Cool. And then, as far as like the poly goes, my um, just pass was our room was dirty. Oh. And I'm kind of. It's not the first time we've run into the problem. You know, there was Oreo, half-eaten Oreo cookies on the ground. There was um, half-eaten banana in the stuck in the corner. Really? Of the room. Yeah. Um, there was, you know, the open shampoo and conditioner bottles were still left in the shower. That's ridiculous. Uh-huh. So we weren't happy about that. And we didn't get into our room until cause we when we transferred. That's one, one of the other things is when you're transferring resorts and you have young kids, it kind of stinks. Because it's harder for them to adjust to that that change in, in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. But when we got over to the Poly, we had breakfast at uh, Whispering Canyon, and then we went over to the Poly. We got to the Poly probably like I don't know ten thirty, eleven o'clock, and our room wasn't ready until like three, about three o'clock, something like that, two thirty, three o'clock. So we just went up to the room, changed, and went to the parks afterwards. So we really didn't notice that the room was a mess. So 
<clears throat> that night, my wife messaged me and said while I was at the Magic Kingdom that the room was completely a mess and sent me pictures. So I went to the front desk right away, and they ended up, they said, let's get you into a whole new room. And I'm like, this is like 1230 at night. And I'm like, uh, oh, probably not. <laughs> we'll, we'll just stay here for the night. He's like, I'll clean the, have the room fully clean tomorrow. And they refunded our points for the first night, which was really nice. Made my wife happy. And they cleaned the room entirely the next day. So um, other than that, you know, we didn't have any other problems with the room. They cleaned it every time that it needed to be cleaned with fresh towels. And they gave us another full room clean like a few days later as well. So they were on top of it after that. But your room was probably like like red flagged from then on, you know. It was, yeah. It make was. sure this is clean. Yeah, we were happy about that. I've well, never really I... had a problem with it. You've had a problem like two or three times. It's yeah. You're just bad luck or something. Oh I guess. man, I yeah, know. I'm having I'm real bad luck. I don't know what it is, but you know, it's it's not it doesn't ruin the trip, so that's fine. Staying at the Poly, man, I'm I'm not gonna lie, the fast pass that we we spent we were there for seven nights and we loved it. We loved the being able to hop on the monorail. We had no problems with the monorail. The monorail was always running the entire time we were there. We just hop on the monorail and go to the Magic Kingdom or or walk over to the TTC and take the monorail to epcot so we spent a lot of time taking the monorail because we went to mostly epcot and the magic kingdom so the kids love that my daughter adores the monorail and we'd be waiting mm-hmm. to get on it and she go and she sings a song she goes we going on the monorail <laughs> you know so we're going you know you're walking up the the little hill there to get on by the ttc to get on the monorail and she's singing this and my son's getting mad, saying, stop singing, stop singing. Other people are all <laughs> laughing around us. She was just so excited to go on the monorail. I think that was her favorite thing to do. That's awesome. Yeah. So, but yeah, the poly is just wonderful. It's it's so, you know, I, Wilderness Lodge, like, that's really my home resort. I can walk in there and I f- literally feel like a home. It's like a second home to me. Going to the poly, I feel like I'm on a vacation. You know, mm-hmm. so it's a, little, it's a little different. I still Wilderness Lodge is, has got my heart, but the Poly, it just makes life so much easier. And and being able to go to um, Trader Sam's is nice, you know, because it's right there. Going through the lobby at the Poly is nice as well. The pools are great. The new Oasis pool is really nice, really well done. It's not too crowded. There's a bar there. There's food there. It's a zero entry pool as well. So that's a nice, nice little aspect to the Poly too. Oh, and the other thing was, what was really nice at the end of our, our um, the Tukilau was where we were in. If you went to the end on the third floor, you could see an awesome view. I think I sent you guys a picture of it, of Wishes. You can see Wishes right yeah. from there, and you can hear the music coming from the beach. It was incredible. It's like it's like a, it was like a million dollar view. If you were to build a house there, you'd be spending millions just to have a place with a, a view up that high and being able to see the contemporary. You can see Space Mountain, you know, the train station, the castle, and the fireworks going off. It's incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't uh, get those views that pop a whole lot. Uh, yeah, not very often. No. I walk at the end, but that's about as much as I get. There's a bridge I stare at Art of Animation from. <laughs> from there, it's a nice view. So okay, so after accommodations, um, of course we, uh, I have to talk about food. So um, I split up the quick service and table service. So let's um, let's start with the quick service. Fast pass wise, I'm gonna say I had purchased the, di- the Disney dining plan for the first two days of our trip. 
where it was just the the quick service option, and it worked out really well for us. And I ran all the numbers together, and, it, and I ended up saving like forty bucks over. Wow! With with those two days, because I didn't have to buy anything for my daughter because she was she had soup off of um, at the Columbia Harbor House. You were allowed to switch out your dessert for a soup. So anytime we can switch out one of our our desserts for something else. We tried to work it so it would be my daughter. So when you take that into the fact, yeah, we saved like 40, almost 40, 35, 40 bucks, something like that. We're using the quick oh, service. And having the refillable mugs, which came in pretty handy over a 10 day trip. So that worked out for us. So I'm happy we did that. Going to, I love Columbia Harbor House. That's my, my go to place. It's my favorite place to eat for quick service. That's great. Fat, just pass wise. As much as I hate to say it, Pinocchio Village House, I like to sit in there. My kids love to sit in there and, and wave people on It's a Small World. <laughs> but this is the third time we've gone there in the last, you know, literally the last three times we've gone. And I've gotten pizza and the pizza was cold. Really? Yeah. So that's off our list of places to eat at now. I was really disappointed with that. Well, I have, I've heard it hasn't been good since they got rid of uh, Figaro fries or whatever it is that people always like rave about. I never had them. What's funny, the first time we went, like four times ago, the pizza was excellent. It was cooked perfect. We liked it. We enjoyed it. And then we every, t- every time after that, it just got worse and worse and worse. We're like, this time it was just ice cold. It was like it wasn't even cooked or was sitting out for 20 minutes. I don't know. I'm like, no, I'm done with this. Is it like a seasonal thing? I mean, dude, you think like, you know, if it's busier that they take and make up a bunch ahead of time and then it sits around and then it's when it's a slower season, it's more like freshly made? I don't think so. I mean, I I thought that might be the case because the one time we went on our previous trip was like 830 at night and we were like the only people in there and it wasn't very good. It was it was sort of cold. But this time we went, it was busy. So we waited like 10 minutes to get our food, um, but it was cold. I mean, it just wasn't good, and I didn't want to go back up in there and ask for anything because the kids were enjoying their stuff, so I ate like half of it and ate some of my daughter's food, and that was it. As much as you want to take it back up there, then you start to think about the hassle of doing it, and it's not even really worth it at that point. <laughs> you just want to get something down and move on. Right. Yeah, it was getting late anyway, so we wanted to start doing other things. Is there a standby for a quick service? Is there um, something that you know was just okay? I was really surprised at Pickle Bill. Pickle's Bill. Um, mm-hmm. It was really good. I ended up getting, um, I think it was a salad with uh, chicken in it or spicy chicken in it. Yeah. It was really good. I was surprised by it. I would definitely go back and do that again. So that was that. that's easily in a fast pass, maybe standby category. I love that. I don't know when, Alan, the last time you were down at Disney, but... Um, I mean, right Kate, now? <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> Casey's, they brought back the footlong hot dogs. I didn't realize that. Yeah, they that. did. Holy heaven, I love it. I haven't been to Casey's in a long time. My wife doesn't care for hot dogs, so we go other places. I mean, I, not that I can't go there, but we try to go places where we both can find something to eat. That oh, like, I agree. So. Yeah, I understand that. But uh, so I haven't been in a long time. Yeah, I was happy they did that. Yeah, and that those was, things I are love, huge too. Dog, so, yeah, the only thing I didn't like about it was the buns. The buns just fell apart. Even with at the regular, just by the chili cheese dog, when I was there in April, the bun it just it kind of just like smushed in and fell apart, and it was yeah. hard to eat it. Really, so I'm not sure if they switched like brands of buns or who they get them from or something, but it was hard to eat. 
Yeah, buns are is. always buns are always hit or miss at Disney anyway. For me, I mean, sometimes they're too dry. Sometimes sure. they're they went for a while. They went to like um, like kind of wheat buns, and I'm not I'm not anti you know wheat bread. I like wheat bread, but these were just terrible. I don't know, they were bad. I don't know. You can if the if the meat on a burger or a hot dog if it's like a cheap burger or hot dog you can kind of make up for it with ketchup and lettuce right, and tomato yeah. and whatever right. else but like if the bun's bad there's really not much i mean that yeah. almost ruins a burger or or a hot dog you know oh, you yeah. can you can hide the flavor of a crappy burger but you can't hide like a dry bun or a no. hard bun if it's like been sitting under the lights too long and it's like kind of crispy that's just no that's no good agreed yeah that's the it's either uh, bad or good but those are the options. But uh, um, touch on Pecos Bills real fast. We had stopped there, and uh, I had the fajitas, which is easily a shareable meal, especially with the with the fixins bar or toppings bar. Had some money saver there to to share it. It's humongous. That's good to know. Yeah. The, oh, the so, other just pass was. They changed the menu though, didn't they? They changed the menu again. Did they? Didn't they? I don't, that, um, I don't know. My wife was saying something. She saw it on maybe Disney Food Blog or something like that. She, she saw that the because they changed a lot. You know, they went away from the burgers and they went to the like you know kind of Southwest Tex Mex type food. But they, I heard they changed it again since then. Oh wow! Like recently. Oh, oh. Uh, from what I heard, they brought back a burger because as soon as they they took it away, like, people were screaming and rioting and stuff. No. Um, never, <laughs> never would I. Screaming right over losing that burger. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I loved Pecos Bills, but for the toppings bar, not for the burger itself. Exactly. the cheese and the mushrooms on anything you want, and it's still really going to be pretty good. I think they did it. It was almost like a taco burger. I think it is now. It's got, like, taco meat on top of it. (laughs) I think I might be wrong, but it's more of, of like, a Tex-Mex burger than a barbecue burger. So the other just pass, I have to say, is Hollywood Studios as a whole for quick service. It's horrible. You mean I, just for food in general? Yeah, I just, I just, <laughs> we went there was our our last meal on the the dining plan that we had one more credit to use, and it was just it's just terrible. I don't, yeah, I, I really don't want a burger for quick service. That's the last thing I want. I end up settling going for the pulled pork sandwich, and I didn't even want that. So I just, I just don't like the food options there. It's just. It's just Echo, the new Echo Lake Eats weren't open yet, were they? The no, new kiosks. Because no. that actually looks kind of good. Some of those, they have like a the waffle menu place does. and an yeah. empanada place and a slider place. And Disney Food Blog, not promoting them, but hell, everybody knows them. They were there, and it looks really good. Yeah, I think that just, I think it was earlier this week, I think. Yeah, that, that was recent. Yeah. So that, I didn't think it was open for you yet. But they got this like turkey waffle sandwich that looks amazing. Yeah. It did look good. Yeah, yeah it, did. it looks huge to too, try. like like a real hearty sandwich that you can really fill up on. It's not like two pieces of turkey and a piece of cheese. Here's right. your sandwich. Yeah. Like, it looked legit looking. Alrighty, so I guess we can uh, and talk about the table service. I know that you had a one excellent meal. So uh, yeah, um, which I'm sure is a fast pass, but we actually had a couple it. of them. So a couple of them I was really happy with. And um, like the Would you care to expand on yeah, that? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I have to. I have to apologize. I have a my allergies are killing me. There were some really so, good ones. Next question. Yeah. Um, food was good. Food was good. <laughs> yes. Me Fire like bad. So number one in the fast pass category was Morimoto Asia. 
Now, I know a lot of people are complaining about the high prices, and yeah, some of the stuff are really high. I wouldn't pay signature. I wouldn't be using my two credits there, but we uh, we went for Mother's Day, and it was such a <clears throat> nice experience for us. My wife got a, a rose when she uh, got into the restaurant. They gave her a rose, which was really nice. The food was excellent. We had a we didn't get sushi, but we ended up getting tuna sushi steak or sushi tuna steaks, whatever it's tuna tuna steak tuna pizza tuna pizza, and that was so steak pizza, you know whatever. Yeah, <laughs> tuna pizza was so good. My wife and I love that. We would have just ordered a couple of those and had those be our meal, but we split that as an appetizer. And then we ended up going with the noodle bowls, and I don't remember what I ordered at this point. I probably should have looked it up, but. Um, it had an egg in it, and there was turkey meatballs and all little rice, the rice noodles and a lot of broth in there. And that's like my kind of meal. I love Asian meals that are like that, especially like Thai food. You can get the the nice curries and stuff like that. And that was really good. The atmosphere in there is so nice. It's it's like going into a, a lounge type atmosphere. And my kids love going into the you could yeah, the kitchen was all open and you can see the make and everything and the ducks hanging there. And I said, you know, that's Donald there. And they said, no, that's not Donald. Like, it's Donald. They caught him. And they're like, no, is that really a duck? I'm like, yeah, but it, it's not Donald, right? I'm like, no, it's not Donald. So they like Louie. Yeah. <laughs> they liked seeing the, the open aspect of the kitchen there, but some of the prices are steep. A lot of the mixed drinks are like 12 bucks and up. So that's a little bit little bit high for me you know because if even if you just want like a simple mixed drink it's still gonna be like 12 15 bucks so i didn't have anything my wife and did end up having something i just had um iced tea which i was fine with that night uh but my kids end up getting this incredible mac and cheese it was made with cheddar cheese a couple different types of cheddar cheese holy crap on a cracker was that good i was i, I my wife and i were like if they if they don't eat that, we're gonna finish it. It was it was that good. I want. I we should have tried to get the recipe for it because we would have gone back home and made it. It was so tasty. It was like, uh, you know, the extra sharp cheddar. It just mm-hmm. had such a strong flavor. It was so nice. The kids loved it. They devoured it. They, I was surprised that they ate that, but. It was like gourmet mac and uh, mac and cheese for them, so I was happy about that. But Morimoto, it's it's really nice inside. I would definitely go back there in a second. The other one that is on my fast pass. Well, there's actually two more, but one kind of floats between sta- uh, standby and, and fast pass. But the other one, I was shocked at the Skipper Canteen. Absolutely really? stopped. Yeah, it was a last minute decision at like seven o'clock. We ended up getting reservations. So seven o'clock at night, we ended up getting reservations to eight o'clock and went in there. We didn't have any high expectations at all. And we one of the things that we ordered was uh, dumplings, and I think it was, I think it was the, yeah it was the dump, steamed dumplings, and it was in this nice spicy sauce. My wife and I love that. We love dumplings, especially mm. especially like you get to a nice spicy sauce like that. We devoured that. My son ended up getting a steak, and I think it was like a, a kid steak. It was like an eight or ten ounce steak. He devoured that. He loved that. He said that was That's still really a pretty good. big steak for a kid. It is, isn't it? I think it was like eight ounces. I could be wrong, but it was a it was a nice size steak. He finished it. He loved it. The um, the main meal. My wife and I end up getting. It's I guess it's the well known one. It's the the steak and salad. The steaks, you know, the sliced steak in the salad. Oh and yeah. It's, and it's in this really spicy sauce. I loved it. I was amazed by it. 
It was so flavorful. Really, you have to enjoy spicy food for because it, it, it is spicy. I'm not going to lie. It's going to, I don't, it didn't make me tear up, but, you know, somebody who's not used to it might tear up a little bit, but it was so flavorful. Not, it was, it wasn't too, it wasn't too much dressing on the, on the salad at all. It was like the perfect amount of dressing. The salad wasn't dry in spots or anything like that. We loved it. We loved the the cast member, the the, sk- the skipper. He was really good. He played along with us. We played along with him. That was a lot of fun. My f- my son enjoyed that too. The atmosphere was great, and then we were really surprised by it. And I know they're talking about changing the menu, and I I hope that's one of those things that stays because I would go. But that would be that would be a go to restaurant for us now at the Magic Kingdom. I had heard like kind of like mixed us reviews about it. Unfortunately, um, it hadn't opened yet when i was there but what was inside of the dumplings so Cat. was it soil like green yeah it's pretty much like meat or vegetables or both or um what was in them you know i don't remember what it was it was some kind of meat it wasn't vegetable it was some kind of meat maybe it was Look chicken it or shrimp that sounds really really it was awesome though it was good it sounds good yes, ignore me now <laughs> <laughs> the other standby thing for me, a standby thing for me was Tusker House at Animal Kingdom. We went there for breakfast. We were disappointed in it because it was so loud. We loved the character character interaction. My kids, my son loved that. My daughter, not so much. But it was so loud. The lines were so long at the buffet. I don't think it's something that will hit again any in the not too distant future. It just it was okay. We didn't love it. So. Not to say I know a lot of people do love it. We, we ended up having one of the first reservations of the day. We liked that. It was like eight twenty in the morning, and walking into Animal Kingdom and being the only people there was incredible. We loved that aspect of it, but we're just That's disappointed. Beautiful. Yeah, it is. The food was good though. I had no problems with the food, but when you get there and there's like thirty people in front of you and you're waiting to get your food, and somebody gets like one little piece of egg and then gets another little piece of egg, just scoop, <laughs> up, just fill a spoon up with egg and put it on your plate. Don't get little bits and pieces yeah, of it. Oh, like picking through it yeah. to find the fluffy part. Oh my god! I'm like, really? Can I just cut in front of you and just get what I need next to you or or whatnot? It's just I, that's one thing that I hate about buffets. But I love breakfast so much. But you know that that was a downer for us. The a just pass for food wise was beaches and cream. Mm. I end up my wife ended up getting the burger and I got the turkey and. I tried her burger. I got a turkey sandwich with, uh, I think it was cranberry and some something else in it. I'd much rather diner food up here in Jersey is a thousand times better than what their options were. Even a burger at a diner in Jersey is much better than the burger that they had at Beaches and Cream. So I was kind of surprised at that. The sandwich I had was very greasy. It wasn't. It wasn't that it lacked flavor, but there wasn't much turkey in it. So for like 15 bucks, I could have gone for a little bit extra turkey in there. But I did get to try a Guinness shake. It was a Guinness um, with chocolate syrup and vanilla ice cream. And I was really pleasantly surprised. I did enjoy that. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, there's just something about ice cream and beer that I can't do. That's because the beer you drink wouldn't go well with ice cream. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody likes water with ice cream. I could, <laughs> bet my paycheck that that was going to be next. But, uh, well, you set yourself up really easily for that. I did. Oh, I did. I teed it up for you good. So. You did. 
That's I may not be able to hit a curveball, but I could hit a fastball right down the middle. <laughs> and the only other one that I'm going to say is Garden Grill, because that one floats in fast pass and standby for me. Incredible character interaction. We got the, the first seating of the day. The characters came by at least five, six times. My son loved that. Does that still spin? It still spins very slowly. Yes, okay. it does spin. I just like every time I ever walked by it, I never see it moving. Maybe I'm just not there. I don't know. You have to stare at it for like 30 seconds. You'll see it move. But uh, it's very pricey. It was like $42 for adults, but we enjoyed the meal. It's something I would do again. That's it for food. Cool. I just want right, to be able so... to look down over living with the land while I eat. That is cool. Even if for only, you know, whatever, 30, 45 seconds it takes to pass that window, I guess. I don't know how long uh, it takes Several to... minutes. Oh, is it that slow? Yeah. I kind of put these two in one, but the parks with attractions. Any, like, experiences or uh, any things that you didn't really care for or, like, park experiences that you were just like, wow, that's amazing. So in the Fast Pass category, this is going to come to as a shocker to a lot of people. Everybody knows that I hate that Disney has all these upcharge events. You know, I, I was hate... so hoping you would bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the upcharge events. I hate, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of uh, just because the, the the Christmas and Halloween parties have become stale and very crowded. I don't necessarily think it's worth it. Ah, for as a Mother's Day gift to my wife, we ended up doing the early early magic <laughs> mornings at the Magic Kingdom. You know, it's something it's something different to do for a mother, you know. Can I just say that you doing that is like Safari might go and you know what, Animal Kingdom uh, really is a half day park. That's pretty much the same thing right here. Yeah. So yeah. Keith, you and I, let's just stop and let's let's revel in this while Sean yes. talks, okay? Yeah. Everyone at home uh, listening, Keith and I are loving every moment of the next like two or three minutes of conversation. Continue. We have been anxiously awaiting this like section for like like two weeks now. So <laughs> this have is, at it, Sean. Go ahead. This is one of those things where, as a parent, you get to see the joy in one of your children's face, and no matter what you spend, <sighs> is going to make it worth it. So, in that respect, walking down Main Street, there was we. We got there soon at seven forty-five. They let everybody to go down to go to their their breakfast reservations, wherever it's going to be in the Magic Kingdom. And then you're given a sticker and a wristband to ride the following attractions: Winnie the Pooh, the uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, the Carousel, and Peter Pan. Now, having the ability to go onto Peter Pan and stay on multiple times without getting off is an incredible feat. That's a lot of fun. Because how many times have you gone on Peter Pan? And this is such a short ride. I don't know. What is it? A minute? 90 seconds? If that. Yeah. And there's a lot of things to see. And it goes by pretty quick. And you just want to sit there and take it all in. Well, when you stay on there two, three, four times in a row, you get to see everything you want. And it is so much fun. Same thing for Winnie the Pooh. We stayed on that. We, we went on that a couple times, but it wasn't consecutive. And the carousel. There was one time that we were the only people on the carousel. So you just don't realize how much fun it is. When my wife took a couple pictures of the kids with nobody in the background walking in the new Fantasyland area. And then the best part of the whole thing was my son got to ride the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train nine times. Nine times. Nine times. times. In 
I guess that's probably like a 45 minute or 40 minute window he got to do. So wow. people don't even do nine times on their entire trip. So he loved it. He had so much fun. There was a couple times where he was on it by himself. My wife and I would, would take turn. We'd go like two, three times and then get off and the other person would go on with him. He loved that. He loved being able to do that. And there was a couple times there was nobody else on the train but us. Like, there's one time him and I just sat in the first row. There's another time him and I sat in the last row with the only people on the train. There's not many people in the park doing this. 50, maybe 100 people that are doing it. If you have kids that are going to be able to take advantage of the mine train and they're the perfect age for Peter Pan and Winnie the Pooh, this is a no-brainer just to get in there and do all those attractions and not have to do it again on your trip or not have to waste a fast pass on it. But just seeing the joy in my son's face going on the mine train nine times, I, I'm not going to lie, after the ninth time, he wasn't feeling too good. <laughs> His stomach was bothering him. And my wife's like, oh, we need to go eat. So we did go eat. So breakfast is included in it, which definitely adds to the value of it. So... You had you get to have breakfast at the Pinocchio Village House. The cast members during this whole thing, at, you know, at the Columbia, at, uh, I'm sorry, Pinocchio Village House, were exceptional. I made a comment at Main Street, and I told uh, I told them how great the cast members were, and how friendly they were. They're trying to pawn off water and juice for you when you're leaving. Take as much as you want. You paid for it. Take it with you into the park. Enjoy yourself. You know. So we did take some extra waters and juice with us. So we had that. But there was fresh eggs, fresh uh, bacon. There was uh, fresh, different fresh fruit, fresh cheeses, um, yogurt, Mickey, Mickey waffles. Everything was fresh. Everything was. I, I was pleasantly surprised by. It. I I love that whole experience. I would, in a heartbeat. It, I I don't know if I would do it on every trip. I don't know if they're going to continue doing it. But I I've really enjoyed. It. I thought. I think we got a money's worth out of it. I well, just love how that's the end of the show. It's <laughs> <laughs> the end, not the episode of the show. It's just it's funny how he, you know, like spins it around like, oh, it was all for the kids. It was exactly. all for the kids. The it's kids all for loved the kids. it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure they did, but I'm sure the daddy was like, wow, this was so great. I don't understand why I took and bashed it for four months. This well, was awesome. I didn't necessarily bash the morning one, but. I still think it's priced a little bit high. I think $50 is like the perfect p- price point for it. I also think that they should have a couple characters in the Pinocchio's Village House for you to meet with one or two. Maybe make it a surprise, like a different one every time you go there. I think it's a little bit pricey at 70 but there's ways they can make it, make it more worth it. But overall, I was happy with it. It I'm sounds like a fantastic trip it. overall. It, it really does. does. As usual, it sounds like you had a great time, you know. Even the bad parts of a Disney trip are still pretty good, as we've always said on this show. A bad day at Disney is better than a good day at work. Yep. Amen. Well, thanks for uh, running the show there, Keith. Did a good job. Uh, I vote for you to play Sean from now on. Um, (laughs) That's okay. I don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Veto. (laughs) And Sean, it sounds like he had a good trip, so I'm glad glad you enjoyed it and wish wish I could go. But... uh, Wish we could all go together. That'd be even better. That would be a lot of fun. Maybe one day. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and curb rentals delivered straight to your door. For more information, visit KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. Also, head over to MyFantasyBands.com where you can get customized Magic Band covers. 
really, like I've said in the past, kind of whatever you want. They have tons of selections. Choose whatever you want. And if you use the code Enchanted Tiki Talk 20, that's Enchanted Tiki Talk 20, you can get 20% off your order. That is myfantasybands.com. Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. Comment in the notes at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. Email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. And leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256 for my Tiki. That's 256-469-8454. Please like us on Facebook. Check out our store at redbubble.com. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Tiki Talk Podcast. And lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream, MouseWorldVacations.com, and MousePros.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dole Daily. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Norman Bates. That's N O R M N B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Keith and Sean, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. The other thing I forgot to mention, which was a fast pass, sadly, it was it was all those things stick together, was 11 o'clock at night, we had stopped at Casey's and to grab a hot dog. Both kids were still awake. My daughter had lost her blanket. So we didn't realize that we got up to the monorail. I get into the monorail. I'm looking for my daughter's blanket. It's not there. Oh, no. they're, they're about to close the doors, and I run back out. I get out of the monorail. Head back down to guest services, ask them if they had a blanket turned in, and they said, I'll call and see if anybody turned in and had it been turned in. He says, I'll check back in a little while and I'll do a walk around the park. So I waited about a half an hour. He ended up walking around the park, you know, between Casey's and um, the confectionery to see if the blanket was there. It wasn't turned in. So it was like five after 12. He comes back and he's like, uh, Nothing, still nothing found. But you can go to City Hall, and City Hall will, you know, they'll they'll let you know if it's anything's turned in. So I'm like, okay, great. They wouldn't let me into the park because the park closed at 11. But at this point, they said they said go ahead, go ahead, and go in there. So I get over there, and I said, has it been turned in? And she's like, no. But you might as well just go back to your room. I said, I'd love to go back to my room. My daughter screaming because she doesn't have her blanket. <laughs> she's like, let me call down to Casey's and see if they have it. So she's gone for like five minutes, and I'm looking out the window, and I see this girl in the Casey's uniform running down Main Street with my daughter's blanket. I oh, run wow. outside, and she's got the blanket. She's, she's like, I'm like, oh, my God, the blanket, the blanket. She's like, oh, this is yours. She's like, somebody from guest services just called and said, from City Hall just called and said that they lost their blanket. I'm like, oh, thank you. I hugged her and, and, and thanked her. So, um Everybody she was like, "Okay, creepy guy, don't." Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> but uh, and this was like twelve thirty almost at this point, so uh, I was very happy that it got got the blanket returned. So was my daughter. So that's I it. Bet. Yeah, that's a happy ending. Yes. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros dot com. Log on to MousePros dot com to plan your perfect Disney vacation, and by Kingdom Strollers. Visit KingdomStrollers.com on your next visit to Orlando or call 407-271-5301 for premium stroller and crib rentals. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.